Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Drinking beer and watching sports is pretty awesome. And one of the few things on par is drinking beer and playing video games. But dropping all that cash on games that end up collecting dust after you're done with them sucks. But there's no sense in trading in old games unless you really want 25 cents off your new one. There's a better way. Gamefly. Gamefly has over 8,000 new releases and classics available to rent for Xbox One, Xbox 360, PS4, PS3, PS Vita, Wii U, Wii, and 3DS, as well as older systems. As a Gamefly member, you can rent as many console and handheld games as you want and get them delivered right to your mailbox for one low monthly fee. And if you like a game so much that you don't want to send it back, you can keep it for a low use price. There are never any due dates or late fees, and Gamefly also offers the ability to rent Blu-ray and DVD movies as part of the regular service at no extra charge. And right now, Gamefly is offering fans of Craft Brood Sports a premium, free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. To get that free trial started today, just go to GameflyOffer.com slash CraftBrewedSports. That's GameflyOffer.com slash CraftBrewedSports. Or just head on over to our website, CraftBrewedSports.com, and click the Gamefly link in the menu bar. We've all been there. You're standing in the beer aisle staring at the same selection that was there last week and just wishing you could try something different. That's where Tavor comes in. Tavor is the best and easiest way for you to get the beers that you can't find in your favorite bottle shop. No need to hunt down people to trade with or worry about sending some sketchy guy a PayPal account hoping that he delivers on the bottle that you want. Tavor has your back. They only work with independent breweries, so there's no risk of getting suckered into buying an InBev beer pretending to be a craft brew. And it's insanely easy. Just sign up for your free account, download the Tavor app for your Android or iPhone, and you'll get notifications when new beers are ready. Just go to the app and click Get It, and they'll put the quantity requested aside for you and ship it to your door. You can ship as many beers as you want for a flat fee, and you can schedule your delivery as soon as one week and as late as five after you select the beer you want to buy. And now, fans of Craft Brewed Sports can get $10 in credit after you buy your first beer through Tavor.com. Just go to our website, CraftBrewedSports.com, and click the Tavor link in the menu bar. Create your free account, and after your first beer is shipped out, you'll see a $10 credit hit your account. There's no commitment, no contract, no gimmicks, just great beer delivered directly to your door. And uh, this was Drake Knight here, and uh, he's the one who just interrupted us. What, give me a taste of what the uh, trash talk was like, what the, uh, you know, what the interaction is like with your, your buddy there. I don't give a damn about no damn Drake Knight. Hey everybody and welcome to another edition of Craft Root Sports. I'm Mike, with me as always is Scott. This is Craft Root Sports. Scott, you ready to uh, ready to deal with this punishment we gotta do today? Yeah. <laughs> this is like... Drinking beer out of a dog bowl. <laughs> it's the first time that neither one of us is like super excited for the show. We're Four both just like... College. 
to Okay, this. here we go. Uh, Joe's hanging out. Joe, how you doing, bud? I'm doing great, guys. Feeling good with uh, the Cavs tonight? Of course. <laughs> Gotta love it. <laughs> Joe, the Cavs fan that didn't even pick him to, uh, to win the championship. Uh, one I gotta be like that. One of them level-headed Cavs fans. Uh, well, thank you guys for tuning in. As always, share the show. Uh, if we get to enough shares, uh, what do we want to do? 20 shares this time? Uh, we'll do a shot of Fireball. So share the show. Uh, make us do that shot of Fireball. Um, we have a special guest sitting in with us tonight. Uh, this is the man behind Lou the dog, I guess would be <laughs> the best way to put it. Uh, we're we're going to pull the curtain back a little bit. And sitting in with us is the one and only Michael Rate, the uh, the one who... <laughs> <laughs> He's Lou the dog's handler. Uh, Rate was the uh, the big winner in our uh, beat us both in the pick'em. The beat only, everybody. Yeah, well, but first place. The only person to beat us both. Yeah. So uh, so he decided that he wanted to sit in for uh, for the punishment that he's doling out tonight. Rate, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. Uh, sorry, you guys weren't excited because I am. <laughs> <laughs> I just need to be here and make sure that this goes down properly. Yeah. You might want to get a little closer to the mic, man, so that Sorry. way people can... There you go. <laughs> that way people can hear you. Uh, so here's uh, here's what... Well, Ray, you know what? Why don't you, you tell, tell us what, uh, what, what we're doing do. for the punishment? You guys can already see, kind of. So uh, since I operated most of the season under my alter ego of my dead dog, Lou, um, I felt the punishment needed to be canine-inspired, so... Mike and Scott are drinking their beers tonight out of a dog bowl. Um, we are letting them yeah, pick man. it up. Yeah. Um, Thanks but, for that. Appreciate but, that one. But still, they need to slurp it with their tongue like a dog. They're wearing dog collars, too. I hope that shows up on the camera. Yeah. Um, they look like a couple of chumps, and that's the idea, and this is fantastic. I told my wife what we were doing, and her exact words were, you guys are idiots. <laughs> like, There's no other. I went upstairs, and I had the dog collar on. She went, what are you doing? I was like, oh, we got to drink out of bowls, and I got to wear this. And she was like, you're idiots. It's like, yeah, well. I should have picked better. That's, that's the moral Perfect. of the story. Uh, well, Rate, thanks for sitting in. We're going to talk some Kentucky Derby with Rate since he's a big-time Louisville guy. Uh, he's going to give us the breakdown a little bit later on. Uh, before we get into that, let's talk about who won our contest. Uh, yes. We had a contest Big going contest on. this week. <laughs> God damn, we got to take the rap board away from I Jim. love that thing. <laughs> Um, we had a contest where we just asked you guys to comment on our most recent post, and uh, we, we did a random number generator, assigned every commenter a number, and the winner was Andrew James. So Andrew is going to get Andrew a, James, uh, come on down. Gifts. God damn it. <laughs> He's going to get a Craft Root Sports shirt and uh, a gift certificate to Minuteman tickets. Uh, thank you, Andrew. Uh, thank you to everybody for commenting. We yes. really appreciate it. And sharing. That really helps the show. Yeah, and, and sharing. So share the show because uh, that's going to help likes, us too. Got a bunch of likes. Uh, got We got new reviews. Yeah. All that stuff helps. Thank you, guys. Yeah, so keep that up. <laughs> and, and pay look out for our next cons. Contest? Yeah. Or a contest. Sorry. Well, I was thinking concert because of the oh. DJ air horn. <laughs> Threw me off. <laughs> Jesus, Joe. All right. We're going to kill that button. Eventually, Joe's going to come in next week and he's going to be like, where's the rap bear horn? The oh, no, Joe. Gone. One of them's got to go. <laughs> Somebody's dying. I think he needs some more sounds. <laughs> Give him some more to work with. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. We could get Joe a full uh, a full suite of I got beer on my chin. Good I know, God. man. It's 
It's all it got <laughs> caught in my beard. I was like, guess should have shaved this week. <laughs> really should have. Uh, let's talk about our motherfucker of the week poll, uh, so that we can get into that. Uh, be sure to vote in that this week. A little NBA playoffs inspired uh, motherfucker of the week poll. Uh, your first option is the people who hate LeBron so much that they will never give him any credit for anything he does. Uh, no matter what, there is always somebody that LeBron has forty five points in a game, and somebody's like. Yeah, but uh, it was goaltending. Like, yeah, but the motherfucker had 45 <laughs> points in a game. Like, give him some props for being an amazing athlete and one of the best basketball players or, we've ever seen in our he, lifetime. he's been to seven straight finals. Yeah, but he's only one. Yeah, but it's the East, man, so it's not even that good. Like, big deal. Uh, Jordan went, you know, he played in much tougher competition. Those people drive me crazy. So that's your first option. People who hate LeBron and will never give him any props. Your second option is the undeniable dick rider of LeBron James, <laughs> who, no matter what he does, won't see any faults, and everything he does is great. It he, wasn't goaltending. What was, are you talking about? He was better than Jordan when he entered the league. Uh, you know, just all the usuals. Just over the top LeBron lover is your oh, other choice. That was way. Yeah. That go. Do Beard people in the middle this. exist? Yeah, I'm right in the middle. I mean, I feel like I'm in the middle. I lean more towards I, I LeBron don't know Dick who Rider. I'm vote. I was going to say, I don't know who I'm going to vote for. Who Which I, side do you lean annoy, more towards? Uh, who annoys me more? Which side do you lean more towards? The the hater or the, the Dick Rider? I, I Actually, people will probably be shocked. I'd lean more towards Dick Ryder, I guess. I mean, I don't love him, but I, I, I like him more than I don't, you know. That's fair. I root for him more often than I'm like, oh, man, fuck this guy. <laughs> Joe? Uh, he just finished with 43 points, 14 assists, and 8 rebounds as the Cavs win. Yeah, but he didn't do it on American soil, so <laughs> fuck him. Right? Who is your vote in this? Well, before you give us the vote, uh, where do you fall in this scale? Are you are you a hater or are you more of a dick rider? I'm a definitely a dick rider. <laughs> now, now what about the now what about the vote? Well, I, I I don't think you can really be in the middle because I think by nature of arguing against the other side, you fall into the opposite camp. Well, see, here's my thing. I I, I just never argue with either side. I'm just I just kind of sit there like, eh. Well, I, I laugh at both sides because I think both sides are hilarious. I mean, the haters do some funny things and the memes and gifts. And then also the lovers. I mean, they've got good points. So either side to me is funny. So I just yeah. kind of I just sit back. Like I pretty much never engage in the LeBron conversation at all. I think it's hard to to argue that LeBron's great. It does really annoy me when people try to act like he's a a bad person or a shitty guy or yeah. a douchebag. Because I don't see that part of it at all. The worst thing the guy does is flop every once in a while, and and that can be argued as a smart play. That's just the NBA. I feel like like you can't you can't not flop. In right this now NBA. there are twenty three votes. Just wow. All right, right. fair enough. Uh, we also uh, Francisco a lot of early action. Francisco wants to know what's the exchange rate for Canada for uh, points. So I guess that's a good point. Forty five points Canadian is. doesn't count uh, as much. And Smitty's in the show. Thank God Smitty's here. I've missed Smitty. Smitty's uh, back. Uh, he like is tiger. back. He- <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, Smitty says he hates LeBron, so there you go. There's there's Smitty's vote. There's your motherfucker of the week. <laughs> also, Vic likes to let you guys know that this is the best part of the show. 
<laughs> of course, of course. It is. All right, let's get into our beer of the week. Uh, it's the beer that Scott and I are drinking out of bowls tonight. Uh, this week we have Raz Wheat by Jackie O's, Jackie O's. in Athens, Ohio, Which home to Ohio U. We've done a Jackie O's brew before. We did the IPA, right? The Mystic Mama? Yeah. We might have. Yeah. I don't know. I can't I, we, remember. We did a Jackie O's beer. I can't remember which one it was. So I will say uh, pouring this one into a bowl definitely is uh, a little bit weirder than uh, <laughs> Into a glass? Yeah, you can't really tell what type of head you get on this one. No. Uh, the, the smell is a little bit different coming out of a bowl kind than of out pink. of a glass. <laughs> it's, That's a uh, brand new stainless steel bowl, and um, <laughs> it looks more like a rosé in there. <laughs> it really does. Uh, this is a 5.5% ABV. Uh, the ratings on this one surprisingly low when we were uh when we saw this one we were kind of excited for a raspberry wheat beer it sounded good Mm -hmm. uh but the ratings just aren't that great so we uh we're gonna find out if those are right or if uh, those people are high on crack uh but only a 36 at rate beer three and a half caps on untapped uh the description was also a little strange yeah um it has a sour sweetness. I don't even know what the fuck that means, Jackie O's. No That's clue. straight from their website. There's a sour sweetness. Uh, so apparently this is like a, uh, a Sour Patch Kid. Well, uh, so far it reminds me of the new and improved Braxton's Raspberry Chocolate Brew without the chocolate. It's yeah, got the it's got the right amount of raspberry. It's a very heavy added. raspberry yes. flavor. They um, did not lower or disappoint with the raspberry. I was surprised because they said uh, 420 pounds of raspberry puree in the mix, and that seems like an awful lot. I thought it was going to be overwhelming, but it's not. A fucking pug, bro? <laughs> you dick. <laughs> and I'm a greyhound? All right. I would rather I'll be deal a with greyhound that. Yeah. a pug. I'll deal with Pugs the greyhound. Pugs like they've got punched in the face. All right, hang on. Before we get to this, uh, Jackie O's initial thoughts, Scott, uh, even though you're drinking out of a bowl. Uh, first time I've ever drank a beer out of a bowl um pretty solid pretty solid start it's like i said strong on the raspberry flavor um the metallic taste from the can is drowned out by the metallic taste of this bowl so uh we'll see how it holds up right what do you think of this one i like it it's, uh be good on a nice summer day and uh, it's refreshing and it tastes normal out of a can better or worse than natty crisp. light uh it's not. It's 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 different. Different class. I mean, Natty Natty Light is in a class of its own at the top of the beer pyramid. Um, so as we as we come down more towards the middle, this one this one has its spot. Fair enough. I think it's solid. Uh, I'm I'm. I was worried that the raspberry. Oh god, it's so disgusting to watch you drink out of that bowl. I think that's more of the punishment is having to watch you lap that up, sitting across from you. We should have rearranged seats for this. Um, oh, all right, well, let's get into... Well, hang on. Why did you decide on those dog types for, for Scott and I? Why am I a greyhound? Just gut feeling as I looked at you guys after I saw what Francisco <laughs> said. It was pure gut feeling. Didn't put a lot of thought into it, so don't take it personal. Dick. Fair enough. <laughs> All right, let's get into Upper Deck. <laughs> Oops, sorry. Upper Deck is brought to you by Minuteman Tickets. <clears throat> don't forget that uh, Minuteman Tickets... They're locally owned in Columbus by Scott and Matt, a couple of guys who are sports fans just like you and me. Minuteman does things the right way. No trying to order tickets from a robot or paying ridiculously high fees. If you call them up, you're going to talk to a real person and avoid all of those fees that the other guys charge. And Minuteman will even sell your tickets for you. 
Yep, check them out. MinutemanTickets.com or give them a call at 614-943-3000. That's 614-943-3000. All of your sports, concerts, or theater ticketing needs. I heard you slurp on that. that <laughs> what's worse? That sexy. What's worse, the nose or the, the chin? I can't, the chin. It's bad both ways. Like I, I dip my nose all the way in there or I get it all over my chin. Right now, now you know how dogs feel. <laughs> I know, and I thought about so that many. when I got it on my chin. I'm like, I remember I, like, after your dog drinks water and they come up to like lick you, it's like, ah, get away. <laughs> Keep saying I got it yeah, on, I got my, on chin. my chin. There's gonna it's just be better to be on so your nose many, or on your, tent, your chin. There's so many sound oh, bites from this show already. Especially oh, after Jesus. I announced I'm a LeBron Dick rider. <laughs> Facts. Uh, guys, Pete Rose is a historic piece of shit. The worst! Yeah, widely known. But uh, this week added to his legacy when it was discovered that despite being a million dollars behind on his taxes, owing the IRS a million bucks. He owns a Rolls Royce, yeah. one that's worth $300,000. Are you sure it's his? Yeah. Uh, if you were concerned that it wasn't his, you would know because he's got a customized license plate that says Hit King, which is false because <laughs> Ichiro's the Hit King. But either way, <laughs> just so you know. Normally, I would fight you over that, but since Pete Rose has revealed huge, to be such a huge piece of thing, shit. Yeah. The, Team Ichiro. Ten, no, ten years ago, I would have been. Uh, I was all about some Pete Rose and just kind of. I was kind of in the middle with Pete Rose. I wasn't a Pete Rose dick rider, but I wasn't like, eh, fuck that guy. Uh, totally in camp. Fuck Pete Rose. Now that he's, it's been revealed that he had sex with like a fourteen-year-old girl. Yeah. yeah, amongst other things. Get rid of all Pete Rose. Uh, wow, I didn't even realize he was that behind in taxes. That's fucking crazy, man. Yeah. Where's all the money he's making from uh, from all those autograph signings? Well, and one of his, I, I can't remember if it was his ex-wife or somebody, somebody accused him of making like over a hundred grand per month and endorsements and stuff like that. And he came back and was like, no, I'm only making like 50 grand a month. <laughs> and I'm like, you only cut it in oh, half. Only yeah. 50. Tough life you're le- leading there. But yeah, oh, he's behind a million bucks and owns a Rolls Royce that is worth all of our Whatever houses. happened to his show? Didn't he have a show what for show? a while? It lasted like three episodes and then got taken off the air. This guy's a classic dirtbag, and I'm glad he the really narrative is. is finally starting to change on this asshole. Yeah. I mean, people in Cincinnati, it's just the fact that they love Pete Rose so much is a sign of how shitty Cincinnati sports are in general, because that's all they can cling to. Coming this, with the fire! I mean, Pete Rose, this guy... It's true, now that's the hot take horn. That's <laughs> not a red bear horn. That's the hot take horn. Oh, there, there's just been a pick in the... Oh, no. no. <laughs> Drives over. All right. Uh, next story. A Texas man who's a big fan of the Tampa Bay Bucks. He may be in a little bit of trouble. So after the Bucks drafted MJ Stewart, who's a cornerback from North Carolina in the second round, Mike Rogers, a 38-year-old dude from Houston, tweeted a gif of a scene from the movie King of New York where Christopher Walken pulls up next to a car... Uh, just rolls down his window and caps somebody right in the head. Just like blows his brains out. Uh, with the caption, quote, when I see Bucks GM Jason Licht the next time I roll through Tampa. Uh, they apparently took that, that as a real threat. Can't and uh, Roger's Twitter account has since been suspended. Bucks security is looking into the threat. Um, he came out and was like, look, it was just stupid. I wasn't really trying to do anything. Whoops. But... That's shit you can't do nowadays, man. Didn't anybody like, just see Jonathan Martin posting things? Right. That's it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Look for it. Not you in 2018. Gotta, you gotta y'all. realize, like, not in 2018. They are gonna take this shit seriously. And it, I mean, 
he had to have tagged somebody in that in order for it to get even noticed because who's really going to notice something like that unless the dude just gets retweeted and it gets picked up but the fact that they jumped on it real quick and buck security was looking into it tampa police was looking into it people don't play man fucking crazy also good choice of a gift though that was well it was a well done tweet like if when you're mad about a a pick that's but how crazy do you have to be to really be that mad about a a draft pick you can't be that mad as mad as you get about like the worst pick i mean as mad as browns fans are to say that they're gonna shoot the gm overtaking (laughs) baker mayfield would be ludicrous on second thought wait browns fans would totally do they have a case on that on that one <laughs> Not, can't confirm or cleveland deny. police would be like Meh, yeah we're kind of with it. it was a cleveland police officer that would tweet that out <laughs> he'd be like nah this deserves i'll it. allow it um so there you go uh word of advice everybody don't do stupid shit on social media who it's puts that gif out there, though? I mean, I blame whoever sourced the gif. If, if you're going to get in trouble for using it, why are you even able to use it? I mean... Uh, that's a good point. That's fair, but... There's gifs for everything, Gif though. responsibly is basically, like... <laughs> <laughs> it's, I feel like that needs to be on a t-shirt. Yeah. Please gif responsibly. Gifs don't kill people. <laughs> Twitter people. users who tweet gifs <laughs> kill people. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> Uh, Gay, remember last year during the playoffs and we talked about uh, Predators fans and all the catfishing that was going on with them throwing the catfish? Yes. Wasn't there the lady that sent or Yes, she sent, yes, uh, sent league the offices yeah, catfish. to the office of and the last year the uh, Or no, to the league office. Last yeah. year in the playoffs, the Nashville uh, or the Tennessee Titans offensive line were just crazy at those yeah. games. Well, they're still crazy. In fact, so crazy Segway. that they... they nice. Way to serve that one up for me, Allie and you. Tyler Lewin uh, is an offensive lineman for the Tennessee Titans, and this week took the opportunity during the Saturday night game against the Jets to chug beer out of a dead catfish. Oh my god! Cameras caught dude putting pouring the beer into this giant dead catfish and tipping it up and drinking it out of it and just going nuts. And it worked, so maybe the Predators should have them do that for every game? Dude, that's such a weird thing to do. I I mean, it's one thing to do the separate things with beer and catfish. I don't think I could chug anything out of a dead catfish. That's gross. Hmm. Uh, I think you've got an idea for next year's punishment, uh, right? We'll we'll get some catfish in here. I I don't think you can get away with uh, just running around dead dogs like that, though. (laughs) I am not drinking a beer out of a dead dog. No, nope. Putting my foot down right now. When's Peter going to show up at the Predators game? Haven't they already? They've already. I think they've already been around. I think around. they were petitioning out there last year when all the catfish thing was going on. Yeah. But my thing is fish are killed every day. It's not as if people are going out catching these catfish for the sole purpose of throwing them. They're just going to the store right. and buying a dead, already dead catfish. So right. there's PETA. It's like... Go to the grocery stores if you're worried about it. Scott, uh, that's a little bit of a loose argument because people die every day, too. (laughs) Moving on! But where's the source? If if we got to stop the gift source, then we got to stop the grocery stores from selling the catfish in Nashville. That's the only that's the only logical solution here. All right, next story: uh, A Virginia Tech assistant coach was let go this week after it was brought to the university's attention that he had cheated on his wife with a married woman 
Fine, nah, whatever. It happens every an, day. It's an asshole people, thing to people do. People die but... every day, bro. <laughs> it's an asshole thing to do, but whatever. But the reason why it was brought up to the uh, the university uh, was because it was done during recruiting trips to Maryland and Florida. So basically, this coach went on the road and took his mistress with him, uh, and then banged Bobby, her in the hotel when he should have been Bobby Petrino. <laughs> uh, kind of. Uh, exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> uh, All he's missing is the motorcycle. <laughs> so how did uh, the university find out? Well, it turned out the mistress's husband went on a little Twitter bender and tagged everyone he could think of uh, for this one. Tyrod Taylor, the Buffalo Bills, Adam Schefter, anything with Virginia Tech in their handle. Like he just <laughs> Mike was tweeting out, at, <laughs> tweeting at everybody. Um, and, uh, and then he tweeted at the Washington post. He tweeted at the New York times, like right. just getting his story. Somebody's going to pick this up. Uh, all of the coaches on the Virginia tech staff. That's and it dedication. was, it was tweets like, Hey, uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but he's out here banging my wife on the road. <laughs> like, oh, shit. I was like, wow, man. The, some of the tweets were awful. And it was just a string of them. Like his whole timeline was just. Hey, at Tyrod Taylor, Virginia Tech strong. This guy's out having sex with my wife. We should be recruiting people. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. Uh, the, it just, it's getting cheated on. But it's I know, hilarious. Right? Well, and then when you read his Twitter timeline, it's like, I kind of get it. I get why she was stepping out on him. If he's that he, psycho to, well, to well. tweet at everybody like that. Although I can't really, I don't know. If, if that were to happen to me, I'd probably be doing way worse. Yeah. I'd be, pretty petty. It'd be that gif nonstop. <laughs> Want to see her next time? <laughs> Bang! Next time I roll through Norwood. <laughs> All right, that got weird. Sorry. <laughs> Moving on. He won't kill you. Guys, he <laughs> hey, um, guys, when I retire, I want to go to Hawaii. Yeah. I want to play golf with a bunch of celebrities. High stakes poker with celebrities. Wow, that was that was sexy, man. Do you slurp your soup too? You know, it's bad manners. (laughs) I do. I don't lick it up either. (laughs) Just by itself. (laughs) Anyway, though, uh, it'd be the best retirement ever, right? Just going to Hawaii, living the life. Oh, I also want to have a weed named after me. That's strain of weed. That's that's on my bucket list. That's a strain of weed. (laughs) And that is exactly what former NBA coach Don Nelson is doing in his retirement. Fantastic. Yes, he plays poker with Willie Nelson. He's hanging out in Hawaii, and he has a strain of weed named after himself called Nelly Kush. It says Nelson, quote, oh, it's great. Great stuff. It's called Nelly Kush. It's OG and Hindu Kush. Hindu Kush is really good. It comes from India, and the guy that brought it over mixed the two of them, so we've got Nelly Kush now, end quote. Wow. Well, all right. Wow. The best part is before retirement and hanging out with Willie Nelson, wasn't really into weed, but Willie Nelson's like, hey, here, you should try this. Boom. Weed advocate. <laughs> Don not Nelson. Just, not just an advocate. Like, yeah. he's all in. He jumped he in the deep in. end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Head first. He went from zero to 100 real fast. But like, yeah, I mean, if you're going to retire, bro, I don't know about this weed stuff. Hey, can I get this one named after me? <laughs> Some good shit. <laughs> He's like the anti-Towley from uh, South Park. Yeah. And so I was like, just a little high. This guy's like, yeah. Let's go. Oh, name one after me. Oh, man. Oh, man. That's that's awesome. Uh, yeah, he that, really is. 
Don Nelson was one of my favorite coaches when he was in the NBA too, but it had no angle of, oh man, he's a giant weed head. It was just, oh, he's just crazy down there coaching what, the Mavs. What and, coach that's uh, that's active now would be the one that you'd want to see get a weed strain named after him? Steve Kerr. <laughs> Kerr Kush? I can yeah. do that one. That's not bad. That's not bad. Jordan punched me in the face. <laughs> Kush. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to bring that I up. think Tyron Blue already has one named after him and smoked it before every game because that guy doesn't do anything during games but just sit there like He also <laughs> looks eternally high. <laughs> I think Popovich would be a fun one to to advocate for weed and have his own It'd weed be an strength. interesting turn, turn after. I mean, I don't think he, it'd be that. I think it would be totally in line Pretty with normal transition, yeah. yeah. He, he would just have like all the lotions and the soaps and like, <laughs> all the non-smoking products. But hemp everywhere. Hemp life, yeah. for sure. Hop on pop. Deadhead. He is lots definitely of, a deadhead. Lots of flip oh, flops. Yeah. You know Popovich was, he was definitely smoking a lot of weed in college. Oh, yeah. There's no way he okay. wasn't. All right. Last story of the week. Uh, this one wraps us up. One of the best stories that we've had on the show in a long time. There was a Broncos fan who lives in Denver, and he recently got an Eagles Super Bowl tattoo. (laughs) That doesn't really make a lot of sense when you say it that way, but the reason why is uh, he hates Tom Brady that fucking much. (laughs) This man, a Denver fan, diehard Denver fan, lives in Denver, got an Eagles tattoo to commemorate Tom Brady losing the Super Bowl. Um, he loves, he hates him so much, in fact, that the tattoo features the Eagles logo with the letters FYTB and the date of the Super Bowl underneath it. <laughs> Fuck you, Tom Brady. <laughs> Troll level 1000. I can't imagine hating a player that much to want to get a tattoo of a team I don't even like. Right, I hate Tom Brady a lot, but I'm not about to get something Those, tattooed. You disagree me. with that? Yeah, um, you guys know I'm a big Louisville fan. I got Leitner on one butt cheek and, and uh, Sean May on the other. So, you guys want to see? <laughs> no. Take your word for it. Oh, uh, shit. Ooh, I love- Kevin Grady's got a good idea for the strain name for uh, Tyron Lue, Stepped Over Kush. Ooh, I like that. That's a I good like one. That. That's a good that's one. That's solid. I'd smoke that. You can tell. You can tell we're not big potheads when all we can think of is Kush. Yeah. Like, we don't know any other. We're just Kush. like, uh, it's it's something Kush. Insert name here, Kush. <laughs> but actually, a- you know, what's funny, though. They have really creative names. They really do. They're like craft beer names yeah. when it comes to... to uh, Who's got better names? I saw one. Weed was... strains or craft beers? Mm, that's a tough one. That might be a good poll question for next week. Should yeah. we save that? Yeah. Should we save that Put for that next week? Put that in the back week? pocket. All right. Right. Take a note. Take a note, Joe. I saw one called <laughs> Cheesequake. Cheesequake? Yeah. I, I mean, there's a, a beer named Bloody Show. Wow. <laughs> it's been Upper Deck. Brought to you by MinutemanTickets.com. So that's what Check we're them do. out for the tickets. That's what we're going to do next week. We're going to go back and forth. Uh, between weed names and beer names. That, now, that would be a good game to play. Weed name or oh, craft beer name. Oh, man. All right. Any mm. potheads, call into the show. <laughs> you don't have to use your name, but call in if you know some strains and we can do weed name or beer name. Me and Smitty are going to start a combatant show called Craft Weed Sports. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to pass you guys by. <laughs> I mean, can I guest on it? <laughs> it sounds like a fun show to be Absolutely. on. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, the phone lines are open, everybody. 440-37-DRUNK. But first, before uh, we get to that, I want to know, Ray, 
how in the hell did you storm right past me to get to that? Beating Mike in the picks was one thing. But you, you, you didn't even get started week one, right? You were no, no. I was in the whole time. Were you okay? Because I just remember at one point you were what three or four back of me or something. You made this ridiculous charge past me. I think you're confused. I went wire to wire. No, I don't believe you. Scott. No, Yanni, I don't think Yanni, that's the case. Yanni was ahead of me for a while, but I don't. You you came back and tied me at one point, and then I and then I pulled away again. But I don't believe you were ever in front of me. Uh, fake news. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Joe. But if you, I mean, no, I mean, I, I definitely had a lead were. in the playoffs. Remember, because we were going you, back and well, forth, had, and I was, I was like, I'm had, taking chalk, Scott. No, no, I'm no, taking no. chalk. Better pick up sets. It was early. And then I trolled you and got you that one time. Maybe on the it was show. very <laughs> early. I was gonna say it was very early on, but then yeah, you took off, and I was playing catch up the rest of the way. But I just felt like at one point there was maybe a lead of one or two, and you just. I don't know. I mean, you, I think the key was the college football picks. You guys thought this this whole lose losers thing was just a joke, but I actually did a lot of research and I really knew what I was talking about. Well, and see, I figured I'll nail all these NFL picks, and that's what screwed me on any of the weeks I did bad. If my NFL picks didn't all hit, then I was probably gonna have a bad week. Yeah, that was my problem too. <laughs> like I was just, you know, yeah, no, no, no. You you had bad weeks every week. You it was shocking how far Mike kept falling down the standings <laughs> when like it became clear that he was gonna have to do all these punishments. I was like. Damn, I kind of felt bad. It was, uh, yeah, it was one of those things where, like, for a while, I was kind of in decent shape. I was up and near the top for a little bit, and then it just collapsed. I had like a week where I only got three, and it just slowly went downhill from there. I thought you were going to finish in the top five just on the virtue of picking every week. I didn't realize so many people would. I mean, no, but I you just did so bad like, that people could miss weeks and still beat you. Well, that was, the, that was the thing, though. I think people at first were like, well, if I fall out early, uh, you know, I'll miss a week here, and then you fall behind. But then people saw, yep. oh, wait, I can beat these guys or at least beat one of them. And yep. that was like motivation. Yep. If we had gotten too far ahead, it might have screwed everything up. But yeah, Mike being Mike helped. You're welcome for keeping the shit going. The fix out. You're welcome. Uh, well, congrats yeah, on winning, Yeah, no, an man. awesome job. Seriously. I'll Despite the controversy, there was, was a lot of controversy around your picks. Oh, gosh, yeah. that that There's <laughs> a, there's people that say you got the asterisk. That's, a, that's the other thing I'd like to point out. I won, and I gave you guys my picks every week, with the exception of one mishap. Well, not every. You gave two of your picks. But that, was, were four, like, that was 40% of the college games. That's a significant <laughs> amount. But there were like 10 games each week. Well, that's 20% of the total. <laughs> You guys weren't giving out picks, and no one else was. We did give out picks yeah. each week. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> God damn it, Joe. Uh, well, yeah, congrats Either on Anyway, congrats, man. and now we're drinking out of a fucking yep, dog you. bowl and wearing collars. Why did you, where it. did you come up with this? Like, what was your thought process coming up with this punishment? Because you said, like, right off the bat, you were like, dog-inspired punishment. Was this what you had planned all along, or were you like, well, again, let's I don't... do this, and then... You ended up falling to this one. No, this was I, this just came to came to mind. I don't think about stuff a whole lot, you know. <laughs> Clearly, it uh, just came to my mind. I was like, this would be funny, and and it will kind of be a pain in the ass, but it's nothing too crazy. So I knew you guys couldn't say no. Yeah. And um, yeah. Jonathan <laughs> Jonathan Stewart wants to know how bad is Natty Light. Um, lo- hold on, I'm gonna go get one, and I'll let him know. Well, all right. While he's doing that, I can safely tell you that Natty Light's actually not that bad because it's mostly water. 
Now, if you're going cheap beer, I'm telling you, Hams is the cheap beer to go with. Yeah, you turned me on to Hams, and Hams is great. Hams, I mean, if you nothing... need cheap beers, thirty beers for thirteen ninety nine blows I, all I mean, of it. Blows Natty saying, Light, blows Keystone Light. If you're gonna go cheap beer, you might Hams. as well go as cheap as you can find. Right, and really the <laughs> uh, solid. And then he hits the mic. <laughs> those those tall boys are a yeah, little sorry. Tall. The uh, six, the extra four ounces on this can uh, couldn't fit under the mic. My bad. <laughs> Go left handed this time. Oh Jesus Christ! All right. Well, uh, rate. You wanted to talk derby. That was your big thing coming into tonight. Talk yeah. derby to uh, me. Right. <laughs> school school us, please, because uh, you know what I know I about don't the know. derby. Big hats, mint juleps, and a bunch of horses. Oh, no, it happens in Kentucky. Have you, you guys ever been? It? No, I've never no. gone, but I was just going to say, how many times have you gone to I, the Derby? I missed going one year because I forget what was going on, but a group of my friends did go to the Derby, and I had to miss it for whatever reason. I, it was, it was school-related. It was when we were in... Kentucky. I have heard it is a ton of fun. Like, if yeah. you okay. go on the infield, it's just a drunken party, and you just get sloshed. Right. That's true. Um, first of all... You guys are welcome to come to the Derby. Not this year, because I can't go. But, but you're having, having a Derby, derby party, party, which yeah. you guys are both invited to and did not RSVP, by the way. Bad manners. I can't, I can't um, come. I'm sorry. You're still Rude. welcome. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. We'll get you guys down to Louisville. I'll show you around the Derby. It is a blast. Um, my favorite part, my favorite thing about the Derby... All right. Besides the cruel treatment of the animals, I'm cruel. just kidding. Thanks, Peta. It was just Boo. fucking around. <laughs> those horses are treated better than most people. They really are. Yeah, they're kings. At least down most there. black people. What? Something happened? <laughs> Did it get too real? <laughs> there are, are like black this? horses, Scott. <laughs> and their lives matter more than black people. But go ahead. Black horses are treated the same as the brown ones. <laughs> No, so here's what's cool about the weird, Derby. Everybody. So I went to the Derby one year, and I'm in the infield, literally playing beard eye in the infield. We took a table in, and we're just getting oh, hammered. Nice. Playing beard eye in the infield. Well, you brought a table yeah. in. I didn't know you could do all that. I mean, you can't bring like coolers of beer in anymore. You used to be able to. Uh-huh. Um, but tables but you can are bring, cool. Bill's Mafia is going to be all about the Derby right. from now on. You can bring pretty much whatever you want in. Um, it gets a little hey, more strict every a gun. year. gun! <laughs> But um, so so you got what's going on in the infield, right? You got like just complete debauchery going on in the infield. It's like Mardi Gras, and the and then this one. But where's the first baseman at, though? Jesus Christ! Sorry, (laughs) you said infield. I I made a bad baseball joke. (laughs) Sorry, he muted. I just got muted. (laughs) Damn. Continue. Fair. Sorry for the point I was trying to make. Is what I think is unique to the Derby. And and you guys can tell me if you can think of another event like this, but you've got like all the debauchery in the world going on in the infield, and and literally I was at one derby where the Queen of England was in like Millionaires Row. So here's this horse race, this event that's going on, and you've got like hundreds of thousands of people gathered, and some of them are like flashing their tits and getting hammered in the infield, <laughs> and then you've literally got like the most aristocratic of aristocrats <laughs> in the world, the Queen of England, there at the same thing. And to me, that that's what makes the Derby <laughs> pretty unique. Awesome. So the juxtaposition is it's amazing. Wild. It is, yeah. it is kind of awesome to be like, oh, here's royalty versus NASCAR. Girls gone wild. <laughs> like, that's, that's pretty amazing. Uh, I've never been. I would love to go. Uh, how yeah, many times I mean, have you been? Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things I'd like um, to do. I've, I was thinking about this earlier. I think I've been... 
this is an unofficial count, but I think I've been to like 13 of the last 15. Wow. Holy crap. I had uh, one, I was on a streak of seven straight, and uh, one of my wife's friends, who I won't name, had the brilliant idea of getting married on Derby weekend. <laughs> Which you only do if you're not from Rude. Louisville. <laughs> yeah, just a just an idiot idea. Um, so again, not pointing any fingers, <laughs> not naming any names, but just she sucks. An idiot. So yeah, um, missed that one, and then uh, got another little streak going, and um, got to miss this one. My wife's working, and now I have a baby. Where I normally would have just like. Let my wife go to work Damn and gone to the baby. derby by myself. Damn it, baby. And I did consider like taking the baby to Louisville and being like, Ma, can you watch the baby? I'm going to the derby. Um, but decided to try to be an adult. And so instead I'm throwing a party at my house with like 50 people while I watch the baby. <laughs> that's actually a really that's smart a, move. I was that's, gonna say, a that's, of, that's a solid trade-off. That's a lot of uh, a lot of people to pass the baby around to while you just... I invited my mother-in-law so she could watch the baby. Fantastic Solid. idea. <laughs> yeah, so, no, but Derby's awesome. It's close to my heart. If you're from Louisville, it's it's a cultural thing. It's like opening day here is probably the best thing I can compare it to for Cincinnati, where everyone knows when opening day is. I, yeah. I never have a clue when opening day is. I'm like, oh, it's opening day, whatever. And most people from Cincinnati, you know, they, they know when that's happening. Yeah. Derby's the same way. First Saturday in May every year. Schools are closed tomorrow, well, the and, day before. Well, it's and, a big deal. Wait, schools closed I the didn't day know before? That so That's crazy. A, so it's the Oaks. The Kentucky Oaks is like the derby for the Phillies, the girl horses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's on Friday before the derby. So schools are closed. A lot <laughs> of offices crazy. are closed. I did not I mean, know the that. whole city. Offices are closed. Wait down. a second. Hang on. We need to. Now we're talking because <laughs> I may need to petition work to move to Louisville. Well, I know, okay, so does the, if I mean, I'm sure this has down. happened before, but schools are closed. Who gives a shit? Now I got to watch my kid during the day. Is also on Derby Day. Yeah, like, so it's is like, that gonna make it extra crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Because I, I I thought about that earlier. I was like, oh man, like, Derby Day Mayo. Like, Derby Day Mayo. <laughs> That's what it. No, it's it happens once every seven years. Okay. Yeah, usually. that makes total sense. Um, Maybe six. But yeah, here. do they make um, the mint juleps with tequila instead? No, you don't. You don't fuck with. I was gonna say. Jokes, I feel like I feel like if they're taking days off of work and shit and they're closing things down, they're not about to fuck with traditional recipes because it's Cinco de Mayo. They take shit way too seriously to be no, fucking they just, around with originals. They just butt chug tequila in the infield and ah, then drink right, mint juleps, right, right. probably, and then, and then it's Derby de Mayo. Yeah. Um, all right, so you're a big Derby fan. Let me ask you this: Why is the Derby? Why does it get all the attention? And races like the Preakness and the Belmont don't get the the same love that the Derby gets because I feel like the Derby and maybe in Louisville it's not that it's not like that and, and these other races do get it but I feel like the Derby is more nationwide known but yeah. then it slowly falls off as soon as somebody loses as soon as a horse loses in the Belmont or the Derby winner loses the Belmont people are like fuck horse racing we'll see you next year because well, <laughs> so. now you can't get the triple crowns they're like ah eh, we don't give a shit anymore but wait. Somebody won the Triple Crown. Was it last year Anal- or the year before? Um, American Pharaoh won two years ago. Two years yeah. ago. Okay, I was going to say, it's like it's recent. But that's when it's a big deal. That, right. that was the first time since races... 76. It no, I, I was going to say, and there'd been a bunch of times in the or last... 78, like, 78, sorry. I, I didn't pay attention to it whatsoever before moving down here. So since moving to Cincinnati, I've at least known kind of what's going on. But I know there was a bunch of times since I've been down here where... You know, somebody would win the first two, and then everybody mm-hmm. would be all geared up, and then they lose the third one. So here's, I, I think to answer your question, Mike, one is 
horse racing as a business is a gigantic enterprise in Kentucky. The breeding and stuff that goes on in Kentucky makes horse racing a, a huge, huge thing. I mean, there's yeah. b- literally like billions of dollars in horse racing in Kentucky through the breeding and the farms and stuff that are down there. Um, so that that brings some prestige to it being the Kentucky Derby as, a por- as opposed to another derby or the Preakness or the Beaumont because it's in Kentucky, which is sort of like the world capital of horse racing. Um, and then the Triple Crown is kind of the the big thing to accomplish in horse right. racing. And obviously you can't win the Triple Crown if you don't win the Derby because it's the first leg. So, you know, it just kind of kicks off that whole kind of hype. How did that start off? Like, how did the Kentucky Derby become that first leg? Like, how, was that just random luck? Because no, it could have been... I mean, it's one of the... It's it's longer running okay. um, right. than the Preakness, I think, by a couple of years. Um and I think it's I, I think it became the most prestigious and the biggest race because of all the other horse business in Kentucky. Okay. And the fact that, you know, you're getting bigger crowds at Churchill Downs and the Preakness and the Belmont. I mean, there's half a million people. Right. I mean it's a big deal. Yeah, and sometimes the more. The Queen of England doesn't show up right. the other one. So it's just <laughs> over the over the years it kinda gained the prestige factor. Um, I mean, as they developed the Triple been, Crown. It would have been awesome if one of those other races just came in and undercut the Derby and they were like we're the first race now, uh, Belmont. We're the, we're number one. We're gonna go off uh, the Saturday before the Derby. <laughs> <laughs> it's like no, motherfuckers. The, the Thursday before, <laughs> not even a whole week. Hey, we're just gonna do it a couple days before. How you like them apples? Uh, all right, right. So let's go through who is. First of all, we should make our bets on the Derby. Give us the rundown. Break, I know break it down like, for us. Who's, there's like 20 horses. Who's in the, the favorite? Who's yeah. gonna do stuff that we've never seen? And it, who's the triple crown favorite? Because every year there's one. So there's who who is the 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 favorite? The odds on end to win the triple crown this year. So your your morning line favorite, which basically means there's an odds guy that sets the morning line odds mm-hmm. that kind of dictate how things go. Your your morning line favorite is number seven, Justify. He's three, I like that three to one. Mm, um, three to one. You normally, generally speaking, the Derby because there's twenty horses, uh, you get pretty good prices. In mm-hmm. a lot of other races, the favorite might be, you know, five to two or even money or seven to five or something. So three to one is pretty good for a favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is in general, this field is considered one of the best fields in recent memory for the Derby as far as how the times and really, and the hmm. there's, there's advanced metrics and horse racing, like all these other sports. So mm-hmm. some of the speed numbers and stuff that are being run by these horses makes this field a lot stronger than what we've seen in the past, which is interesting. I would love to see just the degenerate gambler just yelling, what's his war? I need to know what his war is before I place this bet. <laughs> Who is wait? Is Gronk's horse? Is he still Gronk's he's horse? Out, right? Gronk's horse got knocked out. I was gonna say he got knocked out. He had enough points. He had enough points. So it's kind of right, like uh, yeah, sort of like the You're FedEx right. Cup. All right. Okay. There's a, there's there's prep races and et cetera, and the horses accumulate points. Oh, that's all my chin again. <laughs> And uh, Gronk's horse had enough to be in the Derby, but got hurt, got sick, and uh, so he's out. Okay, all right. But uh, yeah. what is your? What's the best name in the Derby? That's the other thing. All right, here's the, here's the, horse names are like, always well, no, fantastic. They're too. always fantastic, and that's I'm like the the kid in the office pool who's picking teams based off mascot names. I'm always picking a Derby winner based off. Ha! I think that's a funny name. Yeah, yeah. that's my winner. <laughs> 
All right, give us the best name or your thought for the best name. The names are kind of bland this year. Oh, son of a bitch. You got a, yeah, I don't know. Hold on. on this, this derby. You guys, <laughs> you guys might like this one. It reminds me of a guy I know from Dana's Gardens. Uh, Free Drop Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, That's pretty solid. That's we've got Ferenz Fire Flame Away. That's too long. Um, good, good magic. We've got Audible in there. And if you guys want to try Audible service, you can go to craftrootsports.com, click on well the sponsor link, and get a free 30 day trial to Audible. Is there one named Minuteman.com? <laughs> There's Magnum Moon, which is <laughs> oh, Minute Magnum Man. Moon. Magnum Moon. I like that. Magnum Moon. Like, uh, yeah, like, like Good Night Moon. I've been reading that a lot. <laughs> Craftroot Sports, who's this? Oh, hey, we're taking calls this week. Oh, hey! it's motherfucking Jamie. Oh, boy, here Great. we go. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh, Lou the Dog's not happy to hear from you. God damn it, JB, how you doing, man? I, I'm doing great, boys. How are you doing? Fantastic. Just yeah. getting derby knowledge, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I just woke up, so I tuned in, and then I just woke up. Oh, shit. Wow, coming from the hockey guy. That's a bold <laughs> claim, Fred. Coming in hot. <laughs> well... I mean, everybody already admitted that hockey playoffs are the greatest thing ever, so I'm feeling this pretty confident true. about that. Ooh, hockey playoffs versus the Derby. Uh, the Derby's like two minutes long, you, although the it takes for four like four hours leading up to There's it. There's like 12 hours of coverage. Yeah, that's, that's fake news. There's <laughs> one hour between the race before the Derby and the Derby. <laughs> And, and then the awesome hour. Right now, and it says Derby coverage starts at noon. Yeah, because <laughs> oh. there's lots of other races. <laughs> I love how mad Reed is already. <laughs> hey, by, by the way, real quick before this gets too crazy, JB, you'd be proud of me. On Saturday night, not only did I see Buffalo win the, uh, I guess win is relative considering they they had to suck so bad to get it, but win the draft lottery, <laughs> and I watched that entire, well, from the second period on of that Sharks-Golden Knights game, most hockey I've watched all year, and it was exciting <laughs> I, as shit. Proud of you. <laughs> yes. That's, that's exciting news. Yeah. <laughs> uh, JB, are you still hanging on to your pick for the Jets to win at all this year? Oh, yeah. Yeah, especially after they they absolutely broke Nashville last game. The whole team was taking terrible penalties at the end of the game. Nashville's broken. It's because nobody was drinking beer out of a catfish, I'm Boom. guessing. That's exactly. I mean, <laughs> they, they they screwed up their own tradition, so their team's screwed now. JB, do you have any uh, MMA fighter or hockey player for Actually, us? Actually, I do. Yes! Oh, shit. Yes! All right. I We're suck gonna... so bad at this game. <laughs> right, you're playing too. Fair uh, enough. MMA fighter or hockey player, JB, round one. All right, so wait, am, am I waiting for four guesses or just three? Four. Four guesses. Okay. All right. First round, Ryan Bader. Hockey. Hockey. Right? Hockey. Hockey. Joe? Hockey. JB, what's the answer? You're all wrong. <laughs> oh, God, you guys said it with such conviction. <laughs> It sounded like such it a hockey sound like name. Hockey name. Right. Son of a bitch. Do I not thought you guys us. actually knew something. No, we no, fucking suck no. at this we game. We usually go 0 for 3 on these. <laughs> I think we uh, can do derby horse or person. <laughs> and I'd screw I'm that up. Audible. I, in, I was Don't tempted know. to go MMA fighter, hockey player, or derby horse. Damn. <laughs> All right, well, All keep right. going. What's, what's the next round one we're going to wrong? All right, round two. Ryan Ellis. Hockey player. Hockey MMA player. fighter. Hockey player. Hockey. Hockey player. 
Yes! yes. Suck it, Scott. One Fuck and one. <laughs> All right, uh, round three. Scott, Scott has is... the same record as the Raptors now. <laughs> Scott hasn't hasn't won yet. Dick. All right, round three. Hit us with it. All right, round three. Fyodor Emelianenko. That's an MMA fighter. Hockey. MMA. MMA. MMA fighter. <laughs> Dude, there's no Latin hockey players. I purposely, I purposely went with the other one. I was going whatever you didn't go. I didn't know, so I was like, whatever Mike says, I'm going opposite. You should have gone my route so that you could at least possibly tie me. Yeah, I couldn't. Tie oh, that's you. right, you couldn't. I don't know. <laughs> that's what I was saying. I was like, I had to just uh, no. Go your, opposite. your logic was I knew right. Exactly yeah, what, what I was doing. It's a fair point. Uh, yeah. All right, I guess I got to take a shot. Or, <laughs> yeah, I lose so much. Do a shot. Uh, we got some fireball for Scott to do. Not much of it, but we got some of it for you oh, to do. Uh, JB. Yeah. Uh, anything to look for with the remainder of the playoffs? Uh, the NHL Penguins playoffs. winning well, their third straight. You mean aside from the remainder of the playoffs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, besides the Penguins winning their third straight, is there anything else we should look for? I mean, if it if it makes you guys feel any better, all four of your picks are still in the playoffs. <laughs> Mike didn't know that, but he's aware after <laughs> last week. Even last week, Mike was certain that his team was already eliminated. Yeah. <laughs> Two days before the show, he's telling us, oh, I gotta." I have no idea what I was looking at when that happened. <laughs> I don't either, but I took your word for it. Like, ah, I mean, he must have. I was know. like, they lost, son of a bitch. <laughs> I, I think I read a story from last year. <laughs> that probably did happen. A pretty dominant game last night to take the lead in the series. So. I know they did. I've been paying attention since I knew they were back in it. Oh, no. <laughs> JB, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it, bud. All right. Have a good night, boys. Cheers. See you, bud. JB. Oh. Uh, all right. So, Justin. <laughs> you went 0 for 3. God You're damn. so terrible at that. I'm really proud of myself. <laughs> two, two and one. Two out of three. Shit, yeah, man. Two out of three is not a bad. That's fine. You, there's always one that it's like, oh, that's a toss up. I don't know. And he came out of the gate with that one this time. Mm-hmm. Man. All right, right. So, who is your pick for the Derby? Um, I'd like to announce my pick with a traditional uh, lose losers format, oh, if that's all right. Shit. You know what? That's- Take it away. <laughs> uh, lose loser live, uh, giving you his Derby picks. And if you followed along in the the football pool, he gets them right. So if you're a betting man, I'd put down some money on whatever this one comes out to be. Lou, after you, man. I hope this doesn't trigger any uh, robots to shut down the show. (laughs) It might. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) Ruff! Every year on the first Saturday in May, we all gather around to watch these athletes who eat hay. The world converges on the Derby City. Rare will you find a collection of people so pretty. You must start drinking early and last as long as you can. The Derby is a party for only a real man. You can watch from the infield and act like a bro or sit with the queen on Millionaire's Row. The Phillies show up in their sundresses and hats. The smart ones pack a pair of flats. Enjoy a mint julep in a souvenir glass, but have too many and you'll be on your ass. The races go on all day long, and in the infield it's easy to find a beer bong. When it comes to placing bets, it's not just win, place, or show. There are many ways to win some dough. You can pick by the horse's name, the trainer, owner, or jockey. 
one thing is true. This is way better than hockey. <laughs> Here's a tip for you all that's sure to be true. Pay very close attention to find the horse that goes poo. The pre-race dump is a secret of old Lou. Bet that horse he's not soon to be glue. Oh, shit. Before the big race, my old Kentucky home will give you chills. And if you bet the right horse, you'll swim in the bills. This year is considered one of the best fields of all time. But a single horse must be the one to shine. It's, and they're off, as they exit the gate. All 20 horses hope a triple crown is their fate. Don't get excited for the order at the first turn. The run for the roses is long, and you need a steed with speed to burn. When they make the final turn, it's down the stretch they come. You best be on your feet, or you're just a bum. At this point, four horses have a real good chance. Lou can tell you that after more than one glance. Three horses, Justify, Mendelssohn, and Bolt the Oro, will come out sharp like the Sword of Zorro. But it will be Audible that will cross the line first after taking the lead with a late burst. Lose losers, roof! Blended citizen, installed regard, combatant, friends fire, Hofberg, lone sailor, free drop Billy, <laughs> promises fulfilled, my boy Jack. Bravazo, Solomini, Flame Away, Justify, Mendelssohn, Enticed, Bolt Doro, Vino Rosso, Noble Indy, Good Magic, and Magnum Moon. Damn. I realized as soon as he said it, I was like, oh, wait a minute, it's not your lo- usual one lost guy. He's got to name He's all of them. 19 other losers. There's 19 losers in the Derby. That is fantastic. Well played, sir. Well played. So I guess this is the part of the show where Mike, Joe, and I got to make our picks. Is that is that what we're going with? We got we got to make our bets. There you go. We got to make our bets, but I, I want to see some odds first before right, uh, before I make my pick on this one. I don't uh, need gotta, to. I'm are, going. These with... are your top choices according to Lou the Dog. That's perfect. Listed here. That's all of them. Yeah, I don't need all of them. Lower that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Producer Joe, is, he's like you're you're messing things up here. Um, all right, so odds are uh, these are Lou's top picks. Top Audible, four. Audible is eight to one. Justify three to one. Bolt de Oro twelve to one. Mendelssohn eight to one. Good Magic ten to one. Magnum Moon ten to one. Vino Rossi fifteen to one. Noble Indy twenty to one. Hofberg twenty to one. I'm going Magnum Moon. Yeah, you were all about Magnum Moon as soon as he said. As soon it. as he said it, I'm like, that's my winner. All right, so Scott going with Magna Moon ten to one to win. Joe, who is your pick to win the Kentucky Derby? Give me that good magic. <laughs> that was my backup. <laughs> that was the second one that I thought. Good magic ten to one. Uh, who is? Is there anybody? There's nothing on this one. That's. Uh, is there anything? Anybody thirty to one? Yeah, look at uh, Scott's sheet. Name it. Name the first horse you see that's thirty to one. Thirty to one. Uh, Salamini. Salamini is going to be my pick, uh, just because I always feel like it's a uh, a crazy odd or the odds on favorite to win it. I feel like there's never <laughs> anything I, in the, between. The the one with the worst odds. I feel like I should have gone with fifty to one odds. Blended citizen. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! How did you not pick that horse? 
I didn't see it until after you we You just made rounded it. out your exact box, Scott. <laughs> I'm just going to say, this horse speaks to me. <laughs> Do you want to change it? No. I feel like you got to change it after that, dude. I, I'm going with Magnum Moon. But if Blended Citizen wins, I have to take, you know what? I have to take two shots if Blended Citizen wins. I'll tell I you what, I'll let you put two bets down. You can put two bets down. And that way, if you... No, I just totally... I will take two shots. I'll be the only one. Everybody, obviously, if we all lose, we all have to take the one. But I will take the extra one if Blended Citizen wins, and I didn't pick him. That is... Dude, that's... That's pretty funny. That is the best name. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's a good name. 50 to 1 odds, This dog collar is really itching. I I could give you guys 25 shots Uh, I went with... uh, Who did I pick? (laughs) Salomini? Salomini. Yeah, Salomini. Um, what are you uh, you taking notes on this? Move? I'm gonna place a bet with all the horses you say. And oh, nice! All right, yeah. Wins, got... I'll keep like thirty. I mean, like ninety percent of it, and give ten percent to the show. <laughs> I'll I'll not acknowledge that you won and walk away. With Joe, who you got, Joe? Joe had good magic, and Scott's got Magnum Moon and Blended Citizen and Blended Citizen. Yeah, aka the Scott Kaiser horse. <laughs> <laughs> Good magic. I might change my Twitter handle at Blended Citizen. <laughs> that, no, no, that's my superhero name. Oh my god, is that Blended Citizen? <laughs> da, 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 da. Ah, shit, we're screwed. <laughs> so none of you have picked any of the horses in my top four. No, no, because no, that's, that's, right. that's how we do this. I in mean, this you, show. I was gonna say, I was you like, just you, randomly you pick a, shit. You give us the odds. You show us you know what you're talking about, and then we go the complete opposite direction and, and completely wrong. <laughs> like I said to listen to this guy. Go <laughs> bet whatever he says. Man, give me whoever's thirty to one. I don't give a first one you find. Whatever. Uh, have you put any bets down on the NBA playoffs? Right. I quit betting on sports, just horses now, and pick 'em leagues. <laughs> Well, there you go. Wait a second. Those are sports. Why but... are yeah? Why why did you make that decision? Personal reason. <laughs> that means the wife said no more betting. He lost too many times. That's the excellent. But, he, but... He, he turned into Mike Burlon and couldn't get a winner. <laughs> but I'd be doing good because I'd be all over my boy Donnie Utah Mitchell and, and the Jazz and Terry Rozier and the Celtics. Wow. Louisville basketball is taking over the playoffs, baby. <laughs> Yeah, something like that. <laughs> so your your pick would have been the Jazz? Warriors. To win it all? Yeah. Warriors. I'm not picking against LeBron. You goddamn right, right. You goddamn right. I'm a dick right. writer. <laughs> uh, and LeBron is... Hold up, it's on your chin. Wipe it off. <laughs> LeBron has gone crazy in Toronto. Everybody was nervous after that first round. Everybody's like, oh, I don't know if the Cavs are going to be able to do it. I like that you poured another beer into the bowl. I mean, that was the punishment, right? Any beer all that the we beers, drink. Yeah, uh, I was going to say, I thought it was just the drink. show beer. No, no I, I was like, I'm not going to bitch out. Any beer that I drink tonight has to be out of the bowl. See, Mike, I thought you knew that. That's why you've just been taking your time over there. You yeah, I was going to say, like, you are oh, kind of nursing. It's only his like first one, I think. It's, it's not my first it's, one. It's his first it's one my mixed second. with the second one. Yeah, I got two in there. Yeah. I do think the Warriors come out of the West. I think it's Warriors-Cavs again. Yeah, for the third year in a row. And the Warriors win. How boring is that going to be, though? Like Warriors, cast, can it? Can we look, fucking break up the monotony did here? Did we not say this as soon as the finals ended last it. year? I mean, this—that's how it—that's how it's going. That's how it, the, that's the only problem with the NBA is that things are decided uh, almost a year in advance. The, outside of injuries, injuries are the only thing that. Shakes well, see, up. I don't Hang know on, if it's—I don't know if it's decided now because the Sixers are 
No. Really Stop. good lately. Please. I'm not Stop. saying this year. I'm not no, saying this year, but I'm saying next year. No, I know, but oh, next okay. year. Next year. Boston will next beat year them next there. year. Yeah, no, because you just said it's decided a year in advance. I'm saying yeah, no, after this decided. year. Okay, no, no. Boston's here. beating Philly with half their team this year, and they get all these all stars <laughs> back. Yeah, it's it's decided, a good point. No, and it's decided. Until LeBron a, goes to Philly next year. I was just going to say, it's like, it's decided when, <laughs> as soon as free agency starts, hey, where's LeBron ending up? All right, cool. That, that Eastern team is. Yeah, there's the pick for the East. And then in the West, Warriors. <laughs> well, getting back to the motherfucker of the week, though, I mean, LeBron dictates the entire league. He really does. All the good players go to the West he and join does. one team because the West got so difficult because for a decade, all the good players fled to the West to get away from LeBron. And then they all end up on one team because of the competitive balance over there. Well, so now you got this super fair, though, team. Uh, no, to be fair, the, the West... The Western teams were drafting better than the, the Eastern teams for a long time. There, the Western teams were all organically built, and then all of the 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 free agents then did go west. But those Western teams were all built through the draft. Like the Eastern teams just couldn't do shit yeah. except for, except for whatever team had LeBron in the East. The teams just were middling, or they they couldn't do anything. So, I mean, the West did it the right way. It, it just so happens that now it only comes down to one of them. Right. Like, so it is the mid, middle of the second yeah. quarter of the Sixers and Celtics, and the 76ers are up 48 to 26 in the middle of the second quarter. Right wow. Now. Wow. I'm telling you, man, the Sixers, no. they're going to be so Oop. good next year. Oh, next year? Okay. Yes, yeah, yeah, not yeah. this year. Yeah, no, and, I've got the Cavs winning right. it all. I think oh, okay, the Cavs yeah, yeah. win it all. And, and when they get LeBron, yeah, they're going to be amazing. They're going to roll kill. through the East. Okay, but okay, hang on, hang on. Is next that because year? you think LeBron's going to Philly? Or you think this current Philly no, roster think, is just going to be awesome? All I of think a this current Phillies roster is going. Uh, Phillies, the current Philly <laughs> roster is going to be fantastic next year. I also think the Cavs are going to take a step back. Let's say LeBron sticks in Cleveland. I don't think they make it out of the East next year. LeBron's not staying in Cleveland unless they land some other superstar, though. So the Cleveland roster now is not going to be what it is next. I understand year if that. There. I just I, it's something. I feel like it's Cleveland luck. They've got to shit the bed eventually. That's just how it, it happens in Cleveland. You make your you own luck, have, and they have the greatest player of all time on the roster. You can't have a string this good in Cleveland ever. It's just not It's not allowed by the nature of sports. I'm pretty Eventually, sure. Cleveland has to Cleveland. That, the, that draft <laughs> shit the bed for all the teams in Cleveland. It really did. It was a, it's a trickle-down effect. Baker. LeBron was like, we drafted who? Baker Mayfield? I'm out. <laughs> I, there was a chance I was standing in Cleveland, but no, I'm out. <laughs> Philly had another solid draft, and they're coming off of a Super Bowl. Mm. Trust that, the process. That, that, I was going to say, that, that billboard might have worked. <laughs> we might be the motherfuckers for questioning the billboard. I think he's going to either Philly or staying in Cleveland, but if he stays in Cleveland, it's going to be with a, with a way different looking roster, and they're going to be I've able to compete with Golden State, Houston, and Utah. And but how much, see, different, I've how much different can that roster get? It doesn't like, matter. Because hey, everybody look, look, else look. is going out west. I've Kawhi, from the Paul George. And, I've, go Kawhi, and it's still it's going to happen. LeBron, Houston. Collision course. <laughs> he's going to Houston. He's, he's no two way. Gods. He's him. There's no way he goes out west. There's no, no way. He's not going. Really? West. There's no way no he goes way. out west. Oh really? How yes, much you want really. to bet? That's what I thought. Three shots. Yeah, that's what I thought. No, you know what? Let's do. You got your bong bet with Joe. We'll do a bong bet that, that LeBron goes, does not go he stays out west. In the east? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, he's gonna end up in Houston. Right today. He's not going to Houston. Why would he go to Houston? Why? Because they've got Harden. Paul, and when him and fucking uh, Carmelo join up, 
Banana boat. Banana boat. Carmelo's Carmelo's not leaving. Carmelo sucks. Carmelo would have to leave $28 million on the table at OKC. No, 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 no. No, no, no. No, you know what he has to do? Or get traded. Thank you. He opts in. He opts in, gets his money. And then he still ends up. How's that work in Houston with Carmelo getting twenty eight million and Harden <laughs> and LeBron? LeBron's already said he's you not think, taking less money. You on, know Harden's on. not. You think, you think these teams are worried about the the backup players? They'll they'll fit all four of them under the cap, and it'll be me, you. It'll be the four of us playing in the backup. Why would you want Melo? And they'll lose because Melo's terrible. Melo is really bad. He's he is. Really bad. He uh, is, by the way, you know Smitty what? Smitty wants to know why are we still talking about LeBron? He's a clown, <laughs> <laughs> and it's because you haven't called in Smitty. You know yeah, what, Smitty? <laughs> and you want to know why they'll take uh, fucking Carmelo? Because LeBron will be like, "Hey, you're taking Carmelo." And they'll be like, "Okay, sure." <laughs> That's no. a good point. <laughs> I LeBron, mean, LeBron that's why Camelo's going to be in Cleveland making making less money. Nah. Nah. There's no way LeBron goes. I, I think, so I think Kawhi beer, and Paul George go What's to Cleveland. That? You going bongus beer? There's no way he goes out west. No so way. Why would he I'm go? with Mike. No way Why he goes Why would he go west? out west? Okay. Because it, okay. No, we talked no, I'm about, done. I'm we talked about how I'm done. everybody shits on LeBron because he's got the easy path in the east. God damn it. Don't lick that beer like that. I can't fucking look at you. Ah. Everybody talks about how it? it's the easy path in the East. Why would he make it harder on himself to get to the final? You but it's not easy. You just you talked about how great Philly is. Boston's about to be sick. I know. Well, I'm clearly yeah. the one of the motherfuckers of the week here because <laughs> I just don't get it. Because you made us drink out of the bowl, yeah. No, but LeBron. I think I think LeBron stays in Cleveland and gets a couple big names there. Nah, that's I what I know. think. There's no way. No way what? There's no way he stays in Cleveland. Why? Because. Like, I, LeBron likes Cleveland. He's going home, man. <laughs> he's at home. LeBron loves Cleveland. He's going home. He's staying home, man. <laughs> this is his next article, part two. I'm staying home. <laughs> nope. I think he leaves, but he definitely doesn't go out west. It's Philly mm-hmm. or Cleveland, though. If he leaves, it's Philly. <laughs> This guy's so mad about Houston. this. Oh, I ain't mad. <laughs> I ain't mad. You, you don't want to go have to bong a beer. Why the fuck would I be mad? Hey, and Joe's giving me all fucked up looks. The man is going to be bonging a beer when the Warriors beat up on Houston. Well, and, I do think that's toys. right. I think... So, I mean, you know, per, yeah. listen, hear me now. Listen to me later. <laughs> How you feeling about your uh, your Houston pick, Joe? I feel real good. I'm good. Yeah. Houston's going to win in five. That Jazz game last night was BS. They got caught sleeping. Uh, oh, oh yeah, no, they're gonna beat the Jazz because I mean, who gives a fuck? But they're easy. Not the Warriors. Don't, don't, don't worry about Houston right now. They're gonna, they'll be all right. They're gonna give the Warriors a game, a uh, series. But yeah, I know they're gonna lose in six. <laughs> that means they win too. <laughs> so <laughs> they still going to L. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, Should we talk some hockey? We should. Yeah, all right. let's, let's hey, talk hey. some hockey. Uh, the Tampa Bay still in it. <laughs> That's, that's you now, you now know. know. No, here's here's uh, here's a question I have for you. Uh, the Capitals are giving the Penguins a little bit of a scare this no. series. I mean, we all know that the Capitals Ooh. are eventually going to pull in Ovechkin and, and bail out of this round. But do you think they maybe make it a little bit more interesting? Than we I got? I said Penguins and six in this series. Did you Just, say six? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, because I thought I don't listen I, to you sometimes. I, yeah, you don't listen to me a lot, but. I also had asked uh, Joe and – not Joe, but <laughs> I asked JB and Tyson the question, how many would they gift them? And, you know, they were like, oh, they don't gift anything. I'm like, eh, I think Pittsburgh and six. I mean, that's giving them two. So. Yeah, okay. Fair, Fair enough. enough. Sports, who's this? 
Smitty. Smitty! Whoa! Smitty! It has been so it's been so long, man, and it's so good to hear your voice. Yeah, good to hear you guys. I've been watching tonight. The uh, the dog bowls are great. No, no, they are not great, they Smitty. Suck. They are terrible. <laughs> How you been, bud? Good man. I'm just uh, gearing up for derby. Just went and picked up some craft beer. Uh, uh, hey, Smitty, good... can you hold on just Drink, one second? Drinking... I, I just wanted to let them know yeah. that the pe- the Penguins are up two to one with uh, three minutes left in the game. All, All right, right, cool. So, All right, so good. That. Good deal. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead Smitty. <laughs> Sorry for the interruption, man. Yeah, I just picked up picked up a good uh, vanilla uh, brown ale. It's it's fantastic. Um, I like the brown. But I was calling guys. I was calling guys. I'm sure you guys have probably worn this topic out. But how about Chris Mack to Louisville? We actually haven't worn yeah. that out. We we're pretty much just accepting it. We got is, super it well. We got super Xavier heavy during the tournament, and then when he moved, thanks for wiping your fucking mouth on the table. I didn't. It was my nose. It was my nose, man. I oh, but nose. even better. Oh, right, cool. Uh, I, I, there was no snot. It's just beer. <laughs> it's as if I spilled. Bro. Smitty, I think uh, I think Louisville got a good coach with Mac. I mean, the dude, the dude just wins. Uh, I just don't know how much. He's going to be able to do it at Louisville with the, the issues that, that are coming for Louisville. It's going to happen. There's going to be restrictions. There's going to be loss of scholarships and all that good shit. So I don't know how well he's going to do there. Not necessarily. I mean... Well, hey, and guys, this, this is funny because Michael and I've argued, our, uh, you know, Lou the dog and my other <laughs> friends. <laughs> I've argued with them because... Chris Mack, he, you know, he did a great job at Xavier, but let's be honest, Xavier is still a little brother to U of L, and mm. he's got he's got big shoes, he's got big shoes to fill with Patino, and he's gonna be recruiting against Roy Williams, Coach Cake, Bayheim, uh, even Cape at Pitt's gonna be good. Larinaga at Miami, I mean, Calipari. he's in the he's Never in the big him. leagues now. He's not. He's not in the Big East. Uh, that's a mid, uh, you know a glorified mid major. Wow! Shots fired. Hey, uh, you, you must be driving through a tunnel because uh, you're breaking up. There are some shots fired there. First of all, uh, any coaches is recruiting against those coaches too because it's not like they're just like ah, five star recruit. I'm not going after him because I don't have a shot. They're still gonna. They're still recruit. Like Mac has always been recruiting against those dudes from the ACC. It's not like it's a new thing. But not really. Cause yeah, really? Guys, when's the last time one of those guys went to Xavier, Mike? I don't know. I he don't really recruiting against him. <laughs> he is recruiting again. What do you think? He's just like, man, no shot at that kid. I'm not even going to try. Exactly. No, he fucking still. <laughs> fuck you. He still fucking tries to recruit. He may not win him. Yeah, but-, but he's also now got the name of Louisville instead of the name of Xavier. Right, he's calling those guys, and he's like, hey, I'd love for you to come to Xavier, and they're not returning the call because <laughs> Coach K and Roy Williams and Cal and Patino and other people have also called that guy. So then he moves on down the list. So, yeah, you're right. It's not like he's not calling. I'm sure he is, but <laughs> they're not returning the calls. Now they might return the call, so he's got a different recruiting pitch. Lou, Lou, they're missing my point. And, and Lou, you just made the point exactly. He didn't win the recruiting battles at Xavier, so he's going to lose them at yeah, Louisville, and now he's playing better competition. Wait, hang he's on, man. Hang on, man. How can you look? How can you look at what Xavier's done under Chris Mack's tenure and say he didn't win recruiting battles and he didn't win in general? Like that dude, fucking killed it 
Ed he, won, he won the battles he was fighting very well. I think Smitty's point is he's up a level. It's like Pokemon. He's up a level. He's got to <laughs> well, no, fight no, no, higher no. level guys <laughs> now. It. And I can guess. he still win oh, the battles? Okay, no, 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 no. That's fine. But I mean, who's to say, though, that he can't go to the next level and win the battles? And I'm not saying right out of the gates. Right. I, I mean, I, I don't no, think that in no, the next two I, or three and, no, years he's I, going to, hey, but... Smitty's not I saying agree, he can't. No, and I agree okay. with that completely. I'm not saying he won't do it. I'm just saying he's not a slam dunk like we knew when we got Rick Pitino when he replaced Denny Crow. Well, hang on, That's Smitty. Okay. No, hang actually, on, Smitty. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. What is more important, the coach's name or the school's name? The coach's, coach's name. name. Do you think the coach's name is I more really, important yeah, than the Yeah, the coach's name? name means more... When you're talking about, so you're saying they go in tandem. The coach's name means more, but the whole package matters. Yeah, Chris Mack. Because that's my. That's what I'm saying. It's not Chris Mack coming in with the Xavier shirt on now. He's coming in saying, "Come to Louisville." No, I know, and that's a big difference. But for uh, for the next like three or four years, depending on how he establishes himself. He's going to have to use Louisville to boost himself up, whereas other coaches go in there when you're talking about like a Patino. Patino went in there and was like, hey, I'm Rick Patino. It didn't matter that he was coming from Louisville. And they were like, we're getting hookers? Fuck yeah! <laughs> well, yeah. Boom! Uh, I mean, now, now we know they were getting hookers, but... Uh, that's yeah. that's on, all guys. Mac that needs. He needs hookers, over, baby. Over two years. I think they were more excited about Come Rick Patino teaching them how to live forever. Party than that. <laughs> That's that's uh, the answer between what is more important, the coach's name or the school's name, is the hooker's name. That's the answer to that question. <laughs> that's also true. <laughs> and Stardust is winning every time. And that's why Louisville should have hired Travis Steele and his wife. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> Smitty, it was so good. <laughs> it was so good to hear from you, man. I feel like we chased you away the last time you called in. We asked you a weird question, and you haven't been back since. So thanks for calling what back. What did we ask? What you? was the weird question? I don't remember. I remember, we did. I remember. I remember the weird. Question. I knew you remembered I remember it. That. Is it all right if I say it? Can I bring it back? What up? was it? We were doing a story about Gabrielle Union talking about butt play on the radio with Dwayne Wade. Oh shit! And we asked Smitty yeah. if he was into butt play, and he was like. Thanks, guys. Got to go and hung up and never tune back in again. <laughs> I completely. It's been that long. Damn, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, we yeah. ran so them all the fuck off. No, sorry for asking you no, about I butt just, play, dude. I, yeah. Hey, I, no, I had a new baby about five months ago. So oh, congrats, man! My wife and I been. Yeah, thank you. Smitty's doing that new so, kind of Pittsburgh goal. <laughs> three to one. The series is going to be tied but, up hey, at two. Good. Good talking to you guys. I'll enjoy the rest of the show. All right, Smitty. Talk to you later, bud. Thanks, buddy. Fantastic hearing from Smitty. Uh, All right, well, let's get into uh, – you still feel good, obviously, about your pick. You still – Pittsburgh? Oh, absolutely. Um, Penguins all the way. I still feel great about Tampa Bay since they're still in it (laughs) and have been this whole time. Joe, how are you feeling about Vegas? Loving it still. Boom. Ray, who's your pick to win the, the Stanley Cup? Detroit Red Wings. <laughs> okay, they were out before yep, the playoffs yep. started. All right, good start. <laughs> All right, should we Let's go to Consumer Canon? Consumer Canon brought to you by Tavor. Uh, if you guys need uh, beers, you need good beers. If you're watching the Derby. Uh, and if you don't live in, in Michigan or Texas. <laughs> right? They deliver almost everywhere. Check them out. Go to our website, craftbirdsports.com. Click most the sponsors the link. And, and then sign up for Tavor. You'll get a $10 credit uh, in your account after your first order. This week's beer, we had uh, Raz Wheat from Jackie O's Brewing in Athens, Ohio. 
Uh, Rate, let's give you a guest go first, man. What'd you think of this beer? I consume it. It's good. I thought I, when I first heard that this is what we were having, I thought I better get some Natty Light to bring because I don't traditionally like wheat beers, but it's not super weedy. Um, it is refreshing. I'd prefer to drink it outside in the sun or on a boat, but um, <laughs> or it was good zone? in your basement as well. <laughs> <laughs> consume. Joe, uh, consume it or can it on the, the Raz Wheat. It'd be a consume. Nice. <laughs> I love Joe's consumer candidates because he just like pops in. He's like, consume. That's also shocking because Joe is very much anti-beer we ever have on the show. Well, Joe's not a dark beer fan, and we normally have We've a lot of We've had a lot of dark beers, beers yeah. lately. Racist. Yeah. Um, <laughs> blended. Blended yeah. citizen. Yeah. <laughs> blended citizen. Um, I'm going to go consume. Uh, but actually, you know what? I really agree with uh, Raid on this one. Wheat beers are some of my favorites. I'm no, I'm not shy about admitting that. But wheat beers to me, they just scream summer and warm and hanging out. And that's, I think that's what I love about beers or wheat beers is that they're so easy drinking that it just reminds you of just hanging out and chilling. They're easy to sip and you're not really thinking about it. It's not too heavy. Like the flavor's great and it, it's it's awesome and everything, but. It's not one that you're feeling full after a few. Like, you could just sit there and sip on this Raz Wheat all night and not really get, like, ah, oh, damn, I'm sick of this beer just because it's too filling. That's, I yeah. think that's what I like about wheat beers in general, but this one nails it, so consume. I don't like wheat beers. Like, I, I really yeah, hate the aftertaste. Uh, yeah. they're, they're, not, they're not my favorite type of beer, but this one, it's kind of like you with IPAs. The fact that there's like that fruitiness that kind of cuts that aftertaste, uh, I think that's where this beer kills it. Uh, the raspberry flavor is not overwhelming. It's not too much to handle, um, and it's definitely a good beer. I would love to try it not out of a dog bowl. That I think maybe I'll pick yes, up another sixer and drink it out of a can or the proper glassware, uh, but this one is definitely a consume. First ever four-time consume on a beer. Wow. Really? I yeah. think so, yeah. Pretty sure. We haven't had too many You guys many haven't had guests. Natty Light before. <laughs> no. So that means we are all going away from the 36 rate it got. Why do you guys think it got such a low score? Uh, that one's actually pretty mm. easy because I think a lot of people who actually take the time to rate these beers and go out of their way and do all that stuff, not to say I have any problem with those people, but they're hardcore beer drinkers. Mm-hmm. And Mike falls into that category when he tells you he doesn't like wheat beers it's not because it's not one of the ones on the like spectrum of beers it's just that they tend to be a lot lighter and a a lot more like of these really easy drinking flavors and so hardcore beer drinkers are more into the stouts and those like heavier flavored beers and and so more into ipas than anything yeah and i mean like like, yeah and so those ones that are really hoppy and all that shit so it's like these these just immediately get dismissed because it's like oh it's a wheat beer Ah, i tasted it nah not okay and to be perfectly honest with you mike and i avoided this beer for a long time we had even talked about it because it looks like it would be some kind of feminine beer that's what i was gonna go like for like lack of a better term i mean i hate to sound sexist but it's like when you look at the can and you see where it's placed in the along all the other beers it's one of those that you're like "Eh, that's probably something that just like you know it's a beer geared more towards women so i'll steer away from it so for a long time we just avoided having this beer but it's, it's really girly. good. It's girly. That's yeah. yeah. That's what I was gonna say. Why I think it was rated a little bit lower yeah. because it it does have that kind of 
connotation that it's not yeah a man it's not a beer. dude's beer you yeah hey would you drink a man raspberry wheat yeah uh, <laughs> yeah I bet, if you, you I bet if you looked at the sales of this beer compared to all, everything on untapped and ranked higher than it i bet it outsells them i yeah. don't know about that uh, know. only because raspberry or ras wheat from jaggy is, isn't distributed crazy far so sales wise it's not going to be uh, but I, I would a say distribution adjusted sales. Okay, uh, <laughs> fair enough. I would say no. But here's what I would say, and, and this goes to the the assessment of it. If there was ever a beer, my wife hates beer. But if there was ever a beer that I would ha- say, "Hey, here, just try this at least," and she would not yeah. immediately just completely throw on the track, it would be something like yeah. this because it is so strong in the raspberry flavor and lighter. On all the things that make beer beer, so I get why super hop heads and people that are going to rate a beer are, right. are down on it. Like, because the people who are going to rate, put in a score aren't the ones who are you know super fans of beers like this. So I get it, but it's it's a solid beer. Easy yeah, drinking, good stuff. Yeah. Um, that's been consumer candidate brought to you by Tavor. Check out Raz Wheat if you see it on the shelves. Uh, Joe. Let's get an update on our Motherfucker of the Week poll. This week, we asked you an NBA-centric question. Who is worse? Who is the motherfucker? Is it the people who dick ride on LeBron and refuse to admit that he makes any type of mistake? Or is it the guys who uh, hate LeBron so much that refuse to admit that he does anything good ever? Uh, Joe, how'd the poll shake out? And your guys' votes? I voted for the guys who hate LeBron. Yep, I had to vote for the people who hate LeBron just because I leaned towards being more of a dick right Even if you even if you don't like him, you have to admit that he's good. Yeah, like you, you have, have to, to admit that he's one of the best players that we've ever seen. Uh, he may not be the best player that we've ever seen, but you have to admit that he's one of the best. And uh, right. fuck you if you don't think that he's the best ever. If he played. Jordan one on one, he would win by a million. Oh shit! This has been Craft Brood Sports. (laughs) We will see you next week. The dog will never ever be on this show again. And Joe might not be the producer again. (laughs) Whole lot of motherfucker on that last take. All right, so we have thirty votes so far. That's high. Fifty-three, forty-seven. Whoa, close poll. LeBron Dick Riders. Wow. They lose? Wow. There's 53% of the votes yeah. to the Dick so Riders, LeBron... so they are the biggest motherfuckers. Wow. Losers. So the, the, so the LeBron haters came out and forced to vote. <laughs> I think that's what this tells us. This poll tells us that there are more people that hate LeBron than I love LeBron. I think Smitty wow. voted 10 times out of the 30. <laughs> he made his vote clear right <laughs> off the bat. Show didn't even get underway, and he's like, "Fuck y'all, you're talking." About Did you guys vote yet? Because that could change I, things. No, no, I voted. Okay, I Ray voted. didn't vote yet. Hang on, let's see if this changes the numbers. Well, I mean, it will change. The numbers. How much? Say, how much will it change? The numbers? Thirty votes about to be thirty-one, so it'll sure change the numbers. <laughs> Jesus, I meant by how much? I got the best math. This guy. <laughs> this guy. Uh, the math guy. Joe's Joe's just playing us off. I don't know how to get to the poll. Uh, that's fine. Don't You'll worry be there about all week. it. It's all right. Enough. Thanks, guys. Uh, this we has appreciate been you joining Yeah, us. thank you guys so much. Make sure you guys check out our website, craftbirdsports.com. Hey, There's lots Wright. of good shit there. Thank we got you. shirts for sale. We got t-shirts. We got hoodies. Check out craftbirdsports.com. Now we can say thank you to Rate after the commercial. That's <laughs> <fine>. <laughs>
Hey, buy our shit, but also rate. Thanks for coming on the show. Uh, not thank you for beating us and making us drink out of dog dishes and wear these fucking leashes. But I'm really looking forward to some lose loser next uh, uh, next I, football season. I am, but you know what? I'm also looking forward to fucking beating this dude at these fucking football picks. I'm as ain't gonna happen. Him being the only person that I lost to, I take that as a personal challenge. Now, Mike, you've got it's about not happen to me. For you've me, got about like, forty just... other people that you take a personal 11, challenge to. Eleven, whatever. It uh, seems like forty because you make suck. sure you guys follow uh, at Lou the Dog at Lou underscore the Dog uh, for all of your uh, sports picks. Uh, check him out on Twitter. You can follow me at Mike Berlon. Follow Scott at Scotty K underscore Junior. Follow Joe at Joe Goalie Four. Hit up the show at. Craft B Sports. The drunk line is always open. 440-37-DRUNK. Leave us a message. We will use it in a mini-sode. We'll use it on the show. Thank you guys so much for sharing, for commenting, for calling. Appreciate all of you guys. Cheers. You my boy, Blended Citizen! I uh, <laughs> I was looking for the poll, but I got stuck on Brazilian Twister, which is pretty sweet. <laughs>